I'm Roxy. And I'm Priska. And we are the two horny goats. <laughs> We're just two horny goats. <laughs> We're just two horny goats climbing the mountain of life. Eating Asian American stereotypes for breakfast. You guys, you guys, season three is almost upon us. Can you oh feel God. it? I can't even believe it. I feel like we were a newborn baby podcast and now we're on our third season. We're in the terrible threes. <laughs> I know. We do feel awkward, Priska, being this far away from your goatees this whole time. I feel like a part of me is missing. I feel like you carved out a piece of my heart and I've just been uh-huh. going like, you know, those people that live without a heart, but they, you know, they have a thing that pumps their blood. That's what I feel like. And I am the thing that pumps that blood. I you am the are thing, the that, thing pump, that pumps my blood. I am not the one that completes you. It's our goatees that complete it's us. It's our goatees. Yes. Uh, they are the thing that complete us. So we miss you guys so much, so much. Don't worry. Like Priska and I talk about this a lot. And even so, like, I haven't seen Priska sell it in so long during this time and like seeing her face now like I just get the tingles because (laughs) I realized why I've been feeling so empty even though it's nice you know this break is so nice and you know mental health very very important but also it's like I crave talking about very difficult topics with my best friend I I, yeah I I was starting to think you didn't exist anymore and that you were just a figment of my imagination that I like got very attached to but luckily I see you before (laughs) me and it's great I feel like it's kind of like we're a tripod like it's like you and I and then the goatees and without one or the other we just fucking fall down yeah a hundred percent we don't hold anything up we can't hold a lens to anything we just fucking fall down so you guys are 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 just absolutely intrinsic to our connection here so thank you for being you did you guys miss us do you think they missed us? I'm just good. I think I don't definitely. I we get your messages, you guys. Thank you so much for writing to us and sending us little notes about how you want your two horny ghosts to come back. Just to let you know, we are. We're just on the curve of it. We're just on the edge of it. Okay, so are we, we just want to say we are coming back. And um, just to get this out of the way, yeah. we are coming back on the first of November, y'all. The first, the first of November. Very auspicious one one one. So that's a very synchronistic, very positive numerology number. So. What is more prosperous than that to start on that date? Absolutely nothing. And like I said, it's one one one, just like the tripod. It has one 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 legs. You know, <laughs> that is so beautiful. It all comes together. Bitch, tell me what's up. What can our goatees expect from saison tres? Okay, so season three. You know, we've been doing a lot of thinking, and we've mm. talked about a lot of things. Uh. Um, but you know. I think we talked about it briefly at the end of last season, but the world is changing. The world's opening up and Roxy and I, we both live kind of like, obviously we're intertwined, especially Mm -hmm. like our legs are always intertwined. That's just how we go through life. (laughs) But you know, we're, we're interested in a lot of different things. So I think one of the biggest things we're going to be testing this season and is going to be some solo episodes. So Roxy's going to kind of show you her little corner of the world. I'm going to show you my little corner of the world. Um, I think one of the big topics that we've been prepping for is talking about toxic wokeness cancel Um, culture am i right am i right yes and the fragility of wokeness and we're just kind of kind of we're gonna broach it head on and it's gonna be uncomfortable for us but we're just gonna try to tackle it with grace and understanding um we're gonna dive into some queer history roxy and Mm -hmm. i've been reading some books we've been reading up on some things and it's very surprising the things we've been finding so we're excited to share about that and we're working up the courage to talk to our moms. Oh, oh shit. 
that one's very scary. I, you know, it's so funny that you're talking about this, Prisca, because <laughs> I've been thinking about my mom every single day and I don't know why. Yeah. And um, she's been coming up in a lot in conversation. I mean, I talk to her all the time, but yeah. there still is this very real fear about like, I don't know. It, it's like sort of the, the biggest nurture of your life, but also the person who created a lot of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> the trauma that you hold like knows how to lift you up yeah and put you in the ground <laughs> exactly like the pinnacle of like your greatest love and your greatest pain is like not anybody that you find but it is the one who brought you into this world yeah. so um i'm really looking forward to that happening if they both consent at that time if they so both let's consent. <laughs> and i wonder if we can find a good lens to kind of like you know because i think with our dads we just full-on interviewed them i wonder if we get Give our moms a topic to talk about that'll help us all kind of warm up to it but i think what is funny is ever since we did the interview with my dad my mom's been giving me an interview every time i talk to her <laughs> <laughs> she's secretly auditioning to be a part of two horny goats she's ready to go she's sharing like childhood tidbits that she's never shared before yeah she was like talking shit about her co-worker to me the other day i was like damn i love Mama it ready to go you yeah. know what's crazy is that my parents both my parents who yeah. live in taiwan okay yeah. like um we were talking over the weekend and my mom's like you know dad's been going through some pretty hard shit at work is it because of mercury retrograde whoa mama astrology is finally going like (laughs) cross-generational you know like a global so i'm like oh this is a really weird version of this universe and this experience that i never thought would happen and then my dad's like yeah so it lifts on the 18th right so then by then i'll have some clarity on some things right and i was like wow this is so amazing (laughs) i think it's just so incredible that you are their daughter and even though they do live in a society that's kind of like you know um just very homogenous homogenized i feel like you are always pulling them out of that and like you know showing them a different life perspective that they wouldn't have otherwise and you're stretching them it's like a good pizza dough you're like stretching them you're pulling <laughs> they don't want to be stretched rest. anymore they're just I like know, we just want to like, sleep and retire and like you are exhausting <laughs> um but aside from that we also yeah. have another very important piece of news that we oh can't wait God, to share what? with all of y'all okay what? okay so on november 4th circle your calendars okay 11 11 4 from like 11 4 5 6 so <gasps> at 5 Five to six. Did you just do that? I did, bitch. I did. So eleven four at five to six p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh huh. Priscilla and I are having. What are we doing? A very horny Zoom date. And this means you are all invited to this very horny Zoom. Yes. I don't know if any of you have time for this or want to hang out with us, but we want to hang out with you. So we're just going to launch season three. We're launching on 11-1 and we're going to do like a little hangout launch party where we can talk to each other and, and you know, kind of see how you guys are feeling about the pod. Basically, it will be me and Prisca with whiskey in our hands yeah. and then uh, talking to all of you. It's like a mi- mixer, a virtual mixer. Yeah. So if none of you come, we will still drink. So <laughs> fine. No, but please show up. Please this, is show the first up. Time, this is the first time that we're doing this. We'll be promoting it um, through our respective channels and yes. platforms and yes. but hopefully um rsvp so we know a headcount and uh we can't wait to see you there yes but you heard it here first roxy's going to set up a facebook event uh-huh. so i know who's still using facebook we are 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But we're going to be doing that. Uh, go to our Instagram page or our website. Instagram, we're at Two Horny Goats, and our website is twohornygoats.com. If you have any questions about it, we're always at hello at twohornygoats.com. So we are ready to hang with you. We hope you go on a date with us. Um, mm-hmm. We would love to make out with you through our screens. Can't wait. Yes. But getting into the meat of the conversation, yes. because everybody wants to know what's happening with you, Prisca. What have you been doing since our season two finale? Okay. What haven't I been doing? You know what I mean? Just Good kidding. question. Good question. <laughs> well, oh, ooh, where do we begin, bitch? No, I, you know, I think it's just been a weird time. And I don't know if you feel this way too, but the world is opening up and I feel like those old feelings of FOMO are creeping back in. And as Mm. much like self-development as I've done and everyone's done, like it's hard to kind of live test it in the real world. Like, you know what I mean? Stress test it in the real world. It's kind of crazy. Um, And I find myself just being so exhausted after seeing people, but so happy to see people, but so exhausted afterwards. Um, And, you know, it's the same thing of like, I think we all have worked on ourselves, but in a way we're all a little awkward when we're put together because we're all like, Mm -hmm. I'm great. I'm wonderful. I know who I am. But when you get into a room with people, all of a sudden, if everybody's like a little too introspective, it gets a little hard to (laughs) vibe together. You know what I mean? For sure. So I think I've just been dealing with that. I definitely went through a bit of a funk and I don't know if all y'all out there are going through that too, but just a couple of weeks of not being able to get out of bed, um, sitting at the computer, being not productive at all, and then like hating myself for it. Um, and yeah, it it was tough because it was like nothing's really wrong. Nothing's actually bad, but I'm just not in a good headspace, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily, I feel that the past two weeks I've been like I was telling Roxy, like army crawling my way uphill out of it. But um and music is definitely helping doing music with my husband but it's just a lot of days are really tough yeah it's hard to i think we've been so like existentially aware that it's easy to just fall into kind of seasons of ennui because we're so um reflective it's interesting that you say that about everyone being introspective and being put in a group because i find that now when i'm put into like a group with a lot of people, a lot mm-hmm. of my internal thoughts that I used to keep inside, I'm just vomiting all of it out. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like the, you say the quiet part out loud. Yeah. 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 You're just like, Oh my God, I feel really awkward right now. Like I feel like, yeah. you know, like all of it's just verbalized and you're not sure how people are going to take it. Hopefully they take it as like cool and quirky, but like, <laughs> no, this is honestly how I feel, you know, yeah. um, you know, going out for one night, even if it's like a small intimate dinner and having to recuperate for a full week because of it. It's crazy, right? Like, yeah. it's literally you come home and you're like, I had a great time. And then the next day you just can't move. You can't move a single muscle. How the fuck did we do this in the past? Honestly, like how the know. fuck were we able to do a housework, B, make breakfast if we even ate fucking breakfast, yeah. commute to fucking work, work a nine to five, somehow take care of our food during lunch. Either we buy it, that's too expensive. The company's yep. not going to pay for it. Or we prepped it on the weekend when we're doing our chores and not really relaxing. Yep. And maybe going out to dinner with friends, which we have to find some time to recover from to yeah. have some time to ourselves and then go to events like yeah, three like, times a week seriously like, like How? mixers How? networking shit and yeah. like drinks and cocktails with clients or like friends yeah i was like i was like where did all my money go in my early 20s because i was like making like you know a, yeah. like a livable wage but i felt like my money was just always disappearing and i think that's what it was was 
dinners, cocktails, like events, lunches, coffees, all of it. It leached so much away from us. And now that the world's opening up, all of the financial recovery I feel like that we did is kind of going a little bit out the window, too. So that's like a difficult thing to balance, you know? Another thing is the inflation prices. It's insane. Gas prices are insane. How much is it out there in Chino? It's so bad. Like, I I don't even know. Like, honestly, like, Chino's way more expensive than I thought. Like, I thought moving out of L.A. would, like, improve things. But I think L.A. has a little more competition. So it's keeping certain things, like, at least somehow stabilized. Like, out here, it's all just we're at the whim of all the corporations. Prisca and I went to go eat dinner at Bicyclette in Beverly Hills. And we had a a ball of a time, you know, because she and I, we just love, we just love. Best night of the year. And like you and I used to work in service. So it's like, um, we know what it was like to work in, in that environment. And so it's like, we were gifted a dessert by the people who yeah. served us. And to us, that was quite bizarre because it's like a very expensive restaurant. They had a full house and we all know that there's a labor labor shortage right now and that yeah. people are really hurting and like, but also there's like a, a pattern of clientele becoming more entitled after right. the pandemic. 100%. So, so it's not just like things opening up. It's the after effects of all the, I don't know, internal, like mental and, you know, emotional damage that this has done to us. Yeah. And I think like a certain type of entitlement, you know, wanting to have an experience that maybe you felt like you lost out on. Um, And also like, let's not gloss over that the guy, the floor manager, the house manager that night um, literally looked like he walked off the set of Grey's Anatomy. He He was was the most beautiful man we've ever seen. He looked like, what's his face? Um, Derek Shepard. He looked like Patrick Dempsey. Like Yeah, Patrick. And his name was Patrick. His what's name up, Patrick? was Patrick. Yeah. So maybe he was. Maybe he was. <laughs> maybe he was. I don't know. But literally, Roxy and I just were trying to be polite and, and, you know, just have, you know, being ourselves. And all of a sudden, like at the end of the night, like three different people that worked there, like came up to us and appreciated us for just not being awful. Like just they were like, they were so impressed. And all we did was just not be awful which is so sad yeah which is like crazy and i don't know if i'm being like extra observant of this but it's like we see that in you know restaurants and you know drive-thrus and essential workers but we also see this in like the driving patterns nowadays right there's a like people like i don't know if y'all experience this traffic is way worse um road rage is way worse there's a lot more accidents happening for sure right like and so it's like with the inflation with people's like it internalized like whoa it was us and like wanting to make up for things and like feeling entitled to their feelings just totally fine as long as you don't endanger your health or like your safety and other people's like um it's been a very interesting energy because it feels very erratic it does and i think that's what anonymity ends up doing is i think once you're behind a keyboard for too long once you're cut off from your community for too long you become just like you don't feel as connected to a community. You don't feel as connected to your city. And I think we're definitely seeing the effects of that. So go tease. If you have feelings about the world opening up and y- you know, you have thoughts, you have feelings positive or negative, send them to us, send us a voice note to hello at two horny goats. But you know, Roxy made me promise that I wouldn't be too verbose today. So I'm going to wrap <laughs> this section up because we got some big things to talk about when it comes to updates in Roxy's life. Roxy. Tell us about your big movie releases the past couple of weeks. Okay, bitch. Let's not sweep this under the rug. I like that you made me go first. And I'm like, I don't know. Getting out of bed. Roxy's had multiple premieres. Roxy, tell the people what they want to know. 
Um, so I'm just going to keep this short because, you know, no, no. So um, I've had a movie called List of a Lifetime that just uh, released on Lifetime, but it was also the centerpiece movie for their breast cancer uh, campaign. It's on Lifetime, y'all. It's like, on Lifetime. the channel. Like, it's on Lifetime, the channel. Like, the thing that, like, everybody watches during the holidays, especially because they make 101, like, holiday movies. Like, Roxy's <laughs> on the channel. And she directed an entire feature, and it's a pretty much like predominantly Asian American cast. That's the Bitch! coolest part. That's the coolest part. And like, you get to work with like a breast cancer thriver, Shannon Doherty. Oh. You know, my my queens, Kelly Hu, pa- uh, Patricia Velasquez, Queen. like, and Queen. then of course Sylvia Kwan, who like killed it as Talia. So it was like really amazing. You know, we premiered um, at Character Media and also LA Asian Pacific Film Festival, my home Woo! festival. Cape and Gold House also did an event for us so thank you so much Cape and Gold House it's just really amazing to like see community again you yes. know and, like Prisca's song is also featured as like the ending you <laughs> no know song yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, I am the riding these coattails to the top <laughs> no um, but, but thank yeah. you for featuring the song um, in the dark uh, it yeah, plays yeah. at the very end it's beautiful it's so perfect and I got I shazammed like, 19 times because of you what I got really? Shazam like people have Shazam <laughs> really? the song yeah because it was I mean I, like the music's not playing anywhere else except on Lifetime like you know what I mean so I got Shazam like 22 times or something like that I was like this is crazy wait you can, you can check when people Shazam you yeah I think because Apple I don't know if they bought Shazam or you know whatever but in your oh. um, Apple iTunes thing you can see like your artist page you can see who Shazammed you wow, not who but how so many cool. how many that's and what country that's so cool that's so cool it's crazy that's so cool too much data too much data data. but then also so i'm you also went to an event where it seemed like every who's who (gasps) powerful femme figure um made an appearance what the fuck was that and also um your swag bag what's left and what can i um i could totally give you some like everything in that swag bag was at least like a hundred dollars so like and it's a it's in a duffel so like basically they gave me also like okay let me just say let me just paint the picture for you guys okay. thank you so um a and e invited you know us to go to the power of women's event for variety and i had yeah. no idea what it was because literally the night before we just had our premiere i was really hungover i like really didn't want to go through <laughs> my glam again and then yes. um and so i just did it all myself i was like whatever and then like i went to this event and i was like holy shit like rita moreno was there and Amanda Gorman was there. Angelina Jolie was there. Katy Perry was there. Lord sat next to me at the next table. You know, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Orlando? Orlando Bloom. (laughs) Orlando Bloom, like, Uh. brushed behind me. And it was, like, the most surreal experience. And here's, here's the, this is what kind of event it was. Okay, Prisca? Okay. Okay. At the table, they have, like, a little envelope, like, a little welcome envelope. And, like, inside it is, like, a, a ticket. And it's a, I don't even know they had this. So it's like a free experience for LAX's private terminal for you and a guest. So it's all luxury, like sweets, like you could go and relax, all gourmet food. And then you get shuttled personally to this private terminal. And then you get shuttled privately to the to the plane itself. So when are we going to to Cabo? (laughs) (laughs) So that's how the other half lives, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like and it's like everything in my double bag literally was like OC, you know, Rami Brooks, like oh basically God. all these like 
things that Sunday I never thought Riley. I wanted to have. Yeah. Like I just had like this nest wall diffuser and I was like, how much is this? And it just makes your whole house smell like grapefruit, which is really nice. But it smells like one of those like Beverly Hills, like Hollywood Hotels. Hills time. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. So, it was so wonderful Holy and so nice. Shit. Like it was just unbelievable. La Mer were you, products. Were, were your lady bits tingling the whole time? I was a little bit angry oh. because I was like. This is why I need to be a famous person because famous people just get free shit. So I am manifesting <laughs> so this. You know it's what I so mean? True. Like, you yeah, don't have yeah, to pay yeah. for anything. And yeah. I was like, I, I was like manifesting scalp oil because my scalp's been a bit dry and inside was cold pressed. Stop it. Scalp oil. But see, like, it's so crazy because that's so cold amazing. Pressed. <laughs> cold pressed. Because it's so easy to get used to, but it's also what's wrong with the world because yeah. it's like people that don't have money don't get free shit and people that have all the money in the world do get free shit. It's just so wild and so and it's crazy. Like the bag itself, the duffel bag, is an away bag. Shut the fuck up. The oh, duffel itself, the goodie bag? bag itself is an away Shut bag. Up. Well, I guess like if there's a photo of Angelina Jolie carrying an away bag, that's she probably didn't even take it. She's no, just she like, probably I don't, tossed there it. There was yeah. so many goodie duffels left over afterwards. And I you had to show that you had a ticket to, to take one. But I was like, it was already so heavy. I couldn't take two. So I, I was like, you were but, like, but, like um, imagine. my twin picked hers up. I didn't get mine. So. Exactly. And then like <laughs> these silk pillow cases that were like a oh, hundred. Oh, my God. Yeah, pillowcases. To stop you from wrinkling? Yes. Yes. So cray 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 cray. <laughs> you are rubbing elbows with the elite of the elite. Um <laughs> what's changed, Roxy? Are you are you still gonna deign to talk to the people beneath? Oh my god, stop. <laughs> stop. That was a one time experience. No, you but know? there's gonna be I, many more to come. I, I don't know, bitch. I don't know. I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm just getting a little taste of it, and you know what? I don't not I love like it. it. I, I don't not love it. I do love it. And um, I just and everyone I, got sea bass. Everyone, everyone got sea bass as their main course. What the, okay, I just want to say, genuinely, I'm so proud of you. And Thank you. seeing all, you know, the, the Insta stories and the photos, I was like losing my fucking mind. Tell us about the other release, um, because uh, it is spooky season and this teaser yes. is coming out uh, before the H-Ween Tell me about Haunted Museum. So I um, did a show in Toronto earlier this year. I directed two episodes for Eli Roth and Zach Baggins Haunted Museum series. So it is now up on Discovery Plus. My episode, one of my episodes has already aired last weekend and it's called Chair of the Beast. And then I have another one that's coming out November 6th called Murder Mirror. So these are all very fun and very creepy and spooky. So taken off. Go watch it. Mama is taking off. I'm so fucking proud of you. Please, everyone go watch it. Um, Discovery Plus. And, you know, it's a perfect thing to kind of cozy up with a little blankie. Because, you know, in SoCal, it's finally getting, like, cold. Like, really, like, it's like 75 today. Yeah. (laughs) No, freezing. (laughs) (laughs) Time to take out my Ugg boots. I want to, like, make apple cider. And, like, in the shade, it's like... 68 you know what i mean so it's like it's, cold it's so cold it's so cold. i got goosebumps i got goosebumps so go curl up in a little blankie drink some hot apple cider yes. and watch some haunted museum and so everybody prescott and i made a bet before we started recording yes. that we were gonna do 15 minutes obviously <laughs> we failed because oh, well, oh. Oh, well. Hey, we but we're, we're under 30 right now so okay okay we yeah. can do it so uh, you know what it's it. time for you know what it's time for what is, what is it this time, time for, for? <laughs> 
It's been a good couple months, Prisca. So yes. I'm very curious to see what has made your top picks. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I feel like I've just been absorbing a lot, but these are my top picks right uh-huh. now. Um, uh-huh. So I'm not like a big graphic novel reader. I should get more into it because I do find it so beautiful. Um, but I, I picked up this graphic novel uh, at a bookstore in LA um, in Silver Lake called Secret Headquarters. So shout out to them. Wow. Um, but it's called The Good Asian and it's written by... Um, a Thai, this person has a Thai name, so excuse me if I get this wrong, but I think it's Pornsak Pichit Shot. Pichet Shote. I don't oh, know. Pichet Shoti. Ah, that's probably what it is. Pornsak Pichet Shoti. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll I probably the, we'll fucked that up. put the name in the show notes below. <laughs> yes. And sorry, Quincy Surismith, you taught me how to pronounce Thai last names. Quincy gave me a lecture on how Thai last names came to be, and I just fucked it up. So I'm really sorry. Um, but it's called The Good Asian, and it follows, it's basically, it's a graphic novel that's a noir that follows a Chinese-American detective. Um, and so during the time that it's set in, which is, I think, the 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 maybe 30s or 40s um which all noir you know kind of kind of sits around um but it's about a chinese american detective from hawaii um and there was actually like a tv show about a um a hawaiian police detective because asian police detectives were not allowed on the mainland so mm. everyone who meets him in this story, they're kind of shocked. Like, what's a Chinaman doing um, being a policeman? But he but he's legit because he's from Hawaii. Um, but basically it goes through Chinese American history in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously in the U.S., but in San Francisco in particular. And it's this really great breakdown of like Angel Island and... Um, I'm just learning so many things in such a fun, creative way. But basically, Angel Island used to hold people of Asian descent much longer, sometimes two weeks, sometimes a couple of months mm. um, versus other people that were from, you know, European facing countries. They were allowed to go through very quickly. Um, they talk about the Chinese Exclusion Act. Um, they talk about the fact that uh, Chinese people were not allowed to testify against Americans or white people um, in court. They weren't allowed to testify against them. Isn't Holy that crazy? Shit. That holds nobody accountable for anything that they could have exactly. done. Then. Wow. So he, I think that the the kind of author of this or the creator of this is so smart because he's using kind of this noir perspective. So it's really fun. It's got all like the hard boiled detective. It's got the um, it's got the damsel in distress. Like you know, it's got the the gal with the gams. Um, it's got all of that, but it's using that to tell a story about Chinese American history. I love that they're adding a lot of references, a lot of photos of the actual places kind of in the beginning intro or in some of the conclusion portions. So uh, I think I've read four parts so far. I think there is a fifth one that's out. So please go check it out. I freaking enjoyed it. And um, I, I think they're going to write 10 episodes. So I'm really excited. That sounds so cool yeah. because it sounds like it's historical. It's like an, an honest account of like what happened through the lens yeah. of somebody, you know, what like being an actual Hawaiian like detective, you know what I yeah. mean? And then also using like the seasoning of genre to make it more appealing yes. to a commercial reader, right? Very recognizable. Love yeah, that. 100%. So go check that out called The Good Asian. Um, uh, uh, The other thing I want to shout out is Chunks 
hair accessories. Woo-hoo. It's made by um, someone named Tiffany Jew. Uh, it's based in Seattle. It's woman of color owned and operated. And so basically they're also they're They make these really cute clips. And I know like it's just like clips, but they're so cute. They're very like colorful, fun shapes, bringing kind of back that early aughts aesthetic that, you know, Roxy and I as millennials, I love. we love. <laughs> um, and also they're kind of reclaiming the the, the phrase made in China because, mm. you know, they have all these artisans and, and, and people actually hand making um, the products and they're using a, a, an environmentally friendly acetate instead of just regular petroleum plastics. Um, so they're, they're kind of trying to reclaim it because it doesn't have to have such a negative connotation. It doesn't mean that people aren't hand making it doesn't mean that they're not artisans it doesn't mean you know all of these things so i'm excited about what they're doing i'm excited about what they stand for and also i cannot wear their clip in my hair without getting compliments so <laughs> that's amazing so well you know what chunks hair accessories if you want to sponsor prisca or, and me or two horny goats for any of our events that we may be Call having me. yeah let us, us know because we're like huge fans but also we will 100 percent support you if, if that's not an option as well yes. so happy yes. to amplify happy to amplify hundo, hundo how about you roxy what are your picks okay so um there is this really secret but also not so secret place for all of the angelinos who are big plant people because obviously i've become a big plant person this year and uh there's this place called the tropics okay on santa monica and la brea and it is basically a museum what? of the biggest and most elaborate design like plant nursery in Los Angeles. Charlize Theron is a client. Justin Bieber is a client. Alicia Keys is a client. These are all gigantic. She is a client. I am not a client. I like <laughs> to go in and look at it like it's a museum. Holy and shit. They do have a historical um, department there that's like they the owner collects like these really, really old artifacts that could belong in museums, but like it's what? right there in front of you that you can touch. So like today we saw like a bottle that is completely covered in barnacles from the ocean and it's accumulated what? there for hundreds of years and it's beautiful. It's just like every single inch is covered in a real barnacle. Like the ocean has consumed this object and it's worth $800. Shut and, the fuck up. Yeah. And then like every single one of their plants is in the thousands. Like it's just walking through this gigantic space. It's almost prehistoric the way that you see these amazing trees and figs and like giant like it's everything is an art piece and there's so many historical pieces and animals and like context and stories with every item and you know I've just been so lucky like Ryan is the owner and he really took the time to take me and my friends on like a guided tour throughout the whole thing and then Amalia who also works as a really good neighbor of mine so I really want to shout out like they're like the tropics guys the tropics they they if you just are in that area like just go and take a look through this incredible place like those who know know okay and those who don't like you're welcome um so it sounds like you're taking me on a date there soon <laughs> i am totally taking you on a date there bitch like you're coming over on monday i'm gonna see if we could go by um it's it's amazing and then the other thing i want to shout out is y'all probably have seen this on tiktok Uh-oh. the most viral wedding the ever. most viral wedding yes is um david and chanel's wedding so if y'all haven't <laughs> seen it like it is basically like the downest and and craziest wedding i've ever been to i'm probably yeah. Nothing will ever live up to it ever again. <laughs> like, I just got to say, they broke fucking gender norms. They fucking yes. broken traditional norms. Like, yes. all of her bridesmaids came in couture designed, like, God, wedding dresses because damn. theoretically they're all getting married to each other. You know what I'm yes. saying? Um, 
The I know one girl looked literally yeah. like a cloud. I was like, oh, my God, like you actually are a beautiful floating cloud. I was losing my mind. Yeah, it was like the most elegant loofah I've ever seen. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and her fucking Chanel's bouquet, oh. like just that in and of itself. I was like, what the flying fuck? That is a beautiful piece of art. But the most beautiful thing about this wedding is like, you know, I had the honor to attend. Thank you so much, Chanel and David, for inviting me. But like um, every single aspect of their wedding was community based. So it's like Mm. they had it was always their friends. You know, it's like who make the cakes, who designed the the dinner. You know, like they shouted out like Marco and Ralph of Open Market, you know, who are also from our dance community from, you know, back in the day to create that for us. And their their friends, the dance community design their outfits you know Mm. it's just like it's just you could just see it's a village of like us supporting each other and it is just the most beautiful example of what we can do for each other Mm. like as a tribe yes it was just so thoughtfully done and like you know i think a lot of people have traditional weddings and i think it's great but i think what they did was try to understand why the traditions exist and then turn them on their heads Mm -hmm. and make sure that at at every point they weren't doing things just because it's how it was always done but they wanted to make sure it was them and it made it so special and everyone felt like it was in like you know they had a special part to play in this wedding and it was more design oriented than the fucking Met Gala. Oh my god I was like wait a second I need to rethink what I was wearing. (laughs) Yes I mean so many people literally on TikTok thought that it was a fashion show I know um, that they stumbled on but it was actually like the littest wedding and then of course they're both dancers yes. Everybody was a dancer you know there was like one of their um, I think groomsmen you know he's a performer at Magic Mike. Oh shit. So you could you could see how that went when that intro came through so um just to give you a little bit of a taste but if you all haven't seen it like go and and check out david and chanel's wedding on tiktok just to get a little bit of a taste you'll get major fomo after oh my god you're gonna wish you're gonna wish you were roxy because she was fucking i was just in the corner just like jaw dropped and i was like i can't i i I was like that looks real full out you know like it's been years stunned yeah Yeah. just pure stunned i'm like i will continue to stand by the open bar and clap for all my friends <laughs> you know but it was really oh beautiful it was like a, yes. it was like a 12-year reunion you know like with, oh, with a lot of these yeah. people that i've seen and you know we all knew each other from college we have all grown and you know some married some didn't some were exes within the same room so Ooh. it's like funny to you know but it, but it's just beautiful because i'm like damn everyone's so hot you know yes, like everyone grew up so and everyone's so hot and you get to see how people have grown and life is really such a beautiful thing so many great people creative people have come through uci so yeah very proud to be an ant eater yeah represent 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 but you know we are so excited to see y'all if you guys join us on uh november 4th for the very horny zoom <laughs> date for a very horny zoom date come hang out with us 5 to 6 p.m if you like what we're doing now just you wait till we're in a zoom room together <laughs> Just kidding. We're very chill. Um, <laughs> we'll probably be like, okay, well, it's late. And everyone's going to be like, it's 645. And we're like, yeah, but we're tired. But we're coming back soon, y'all. You know, it's just so yes. exciting for us to come back. So make sure that you tune in next week for our official uh, launch of our first episode of season three. Oh, my gosh. Well, we can't wait to see you guys then. So until then, have a horny week. Our lovely goatees. And remember, stay, stay horny. horny. Honey, you are 
was hosted by Roxy and Priska. Music by Abraham Kim. Artwork by Connie N. Please visit us at twohornygoats.com. Have thoughts or questions for us? Email us at hello at twohornygoats.com. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. I hope you understand. Upon which I stand